0: I like it mildly better than I like syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> syphilis might get better numbers on YouTube, you never know. <laughs> Welcome to Behind
1: the Sins, presented by CinemaSins.
2: Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dyser, and this week I'm joined by baffle gabbers Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Ian Whittington. What
1: if it wasn't though?
2: We write for CinemaSins and <laughs> TV Sins, and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as See you well. Guys later. Um. Bye, Jonathan. Was, <laughs> bye. Was, bye, Jonathan. It was good to have you. What? What if? What are you talking about? What? If, what if it wasn't you? Like, it is you.
1: Well, you- I feel like that's how. No, but that, that's how most of the the Disney "What If" pitch meetings went. It was just "What If" followed by a word, and it was like this. Greenlet. Let's this, do
2: it. This current season of Behind the Scenes is "What If" Denae were actually a British man. That is. That yes. Is, like, exactly. Yeah. This is our own like Captain Carter uh version of uh behind the sins
1: does that mean that dene actually comes in at some point to save the day twice <laughs> thus undermining the point of the entire show
2: <laughs> maybe not this episode but don't put nope. it don't put it past us <laughs> i'm for any
1: second for it to just turn up and be like i'm back
2: <laughs> don't put it past us uh at all um how are you guys doing how's your week how's everybody everybody feeling good jonathan what's going on man uh
0: it's no it's been good it's been busy but, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's been good getting, uh, I guess we're getting, we had Halloween, so took the little girl out to uh, my daughter. I don't know why little girl sounded really weird to <laughs> put it that way.
2: <laughs> took, took the little girl out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> took yeah. my daughter out, uh, trick or treating. Uh, I don't have any more years she's going to be doing it. She just turned 10. So, but she was, uh, I don't know. So it was, it was fun. So I'm trying to just enjoy it while it lasts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do find like you hit Halloween and it just feels like the Earth's rotation speeds up for a couple months. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's it's Christmas. Yeah, it, the holiday season just I mean, I'm fine with that because I, I like getting through the winter quickly. Like I, I like, you know, getting us to spring as fast as possible. But it's just like especially once I started doing award season with the CCA, it's just like thanksgiving christmas screeners award mm-hmm. season you know sin week and then it's like oh it's it's april <laughs> <laughs> it's july again I, yeah i've gotten to where i really love these next two months
0: though i, I don't know the yeah. holidays and stuff my daughter gets excited i don't know it's just fun and my wife usually takes a couple weeks off towards the end of the year and so it's just you know it's a lot of a lot of fun family time so i'm i don't know i'm just it's, I'm still experiencing.
1: No, it is. It's freezing. Um, I'm experiencing an element of PTSD at the minute about November and December. And I'm only half joking because this will be the first kind of holiday season where I'm not in retail. Mm. And I've gone from Toys R Us to a card shop. So it was toys for all of December and then Christmas cards basically from July to December. Oh, that kind of card shop. Gotcha. Yeah, that kind of card. um, Yeah, greeting cards. Um, And then into DIY, which was kind of uh, uh, home improvement stuff, which was kind of less seasonal. But people still went crazy over Christmas. People just like to buy things. So this will be the first December that I can tentatively enjoy as a human being. Wow. (laughs)
2: And not as someone that hates society. I've I've worked retail one holiday season in college uh, at Target uh, or Target, if you prefer. Nope. Uh and uh and it was it was traumatic. It may be the reason I quit that job, actually. I was just like, Oh, yeah, I, I don't want to be here. Um and
1: I was so. genuinely only half joking about it being traumatic. No, it no, is hideous. No, it's, it is absolutely a right, hideous yeah, job. That's um, right. Yeah
2: all right well um i hope you don't have any like flashbacks during the podcast if so we're here for you man um you know is
1: there anything christmas themed (laughs) this week i wasn't ready (laughs) no no (laughs) there's not i've been prepping for the wrong stuff
2: all right let's get into this inside scoop what's he building in
3: there
2: We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. Uh, We kick it off in Commercial Sins World with, I don't know what's going on here, Uh, Stella Artois, Heartbeat. Stella Artois. I assume Ian's going to be talking about Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) no, I'm still on Mentos. I still haven't got through all my notes (laughs) on that. (laughs) That Uh, damn bench, was he shagging it or not? I don't know.
2: The uh, the heartbeat billionaire commercial with uh, Lenny Kravitz and basically is just like, hey, rich people, here's some booze to buy, right? Like, am I am I missing anything here? Like, well, is no, Stella it's pretty like, much it?
0: My my wife drinks it occasionally, and I don't really pay attention. Is Stella really like that? Like that? It hoity-toity? thinks it like, is.
1: It absolutely okay. markets itself I mean, as well, the premium top tier beer.
0: No, well, I mean, I understand that. Like anything that's like you know Bud Light, Miller Light. Budweiser, whatever, they kind of have their own price range. You have a few that are under that, but that's kind of like the normal pr- And then anything like, you know, I guess when you get to like uh, Fat Tire and stuff like that, uh, Blue Moon, that's a little more. I thought Stella was kind of in that Fat Tire uh, Blue Moon area. I could be wrong. I don't drink beer anymore. I don't yeah, drink it. all anymore. Yeah, it's the low anymore.
1: end of the top so, end. So, um, okay. One of the jobs that I actually enjoyed was being, um, uh, working in a pub for two years and there is an entire political spectrum across the beers and oh, who no, drinks yeah, I have, what beer, I beer and all friends. of that. Yeah. Stellar is such a weird one because it has this reputation of pitching itself as really premium, but it's just not in England at all. It has an unfortunate nickname of being the wife beater of beers, oh. um, and it's just the... Uh, not for the Wait, whole brand, don't sue as, me, Stella. As I in reference like,
2: to the t-shirt, right? Like, or...
1: Um, no, because we don't really call that t-shirt a wife wow. beater over here but I it has the I same
2: like, thing the same wow connotation. i i oh, like okay.
1: champagne yeah. better than wife beer
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah is that what they call it here the champagne of beer
1: is, is that right because it's got yeah. like the it's little a marketing strategy that's for sure
0: it's got the little like uh crinkly paper and stuff on it i think i'm thinking of the right thing I, this is people that don't drink trying. to... Yeah, eat. this that's exactly what. <laughs> what uh, at least at least for Jonathan
2: and I. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Um,
0: it's <laughs> tell us, it,
1: Ian, you alcoholic. Tell <laughs> us, rampant alcoholic. I, I have a drinks <laughs> cabinet behind me that's just below that Star Trek shelf. Um, yeah, no, it's not the it's not the premium beer of choice
2: for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. What do we think about the, the commercial or the the sins, Jonathan? Why don't you go first? I'm having a hard time even remembering what really happens
0: in the commercial. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Animated things happen. I just watched this yesterday, but I did write down a couple of sins. I liked the the thing about the drums or whatever, and it was, yeah, it looks simplistic, but this is how Meg White made a living for several years. (laughs) Made me laugh. (laughs) And I just enjoyed,
2: go booze. <laughs> yeah, I had that written down too. Because that that's one in where he's talking about, like, let's do it, guys. Let's use all our heartbeats for this really important thing. And then he ends it with, go booze. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, this is a Lenny Kravitz one,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I do yeah, remember that's that the one. What
2: yeah. about you, Ian?
1: I just think that this is, and I didn't write this ahead of time, He says, looking at his notes, this is more proof that there is a fine line between an amazing idea and a terrible idea, and that line is traversed by whoever can give the best pitch. (laughs) (laughs) So this advert is either the worst thing in the world or the best thing in the world. It just depends who was pitching it. right? And somebody convincing pitched it, and so they made it into an advert. But yeah, Yeah. it's it's stupid and it was well-sinned.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked how angry the narrator got uh, at the tagline Uh, You're a heartbeat billionaire. Um, (laughs) They're just so mad. I love it but anytime. The dick. Yeah, I I love it anytime a, a narrator gets very very angry. All right, let's move into TV sins. Uh, Star Wars Visions, everybody's favorite TV sins video, according to the numbers we're getting back. Um, yeah. I was- <laughs> yeah, we just how we dove right into this show. <laughs> well, <laughs> got yes. these out quick.
1: <laughs> I like it mildly better than I like syphilis. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah syphilis
1: would syphilis might get better numbers on YouTube. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> the um, process of getting it.
2: <laughs> I did really I have really enjoyed sending it and uh yeah, I should yeah, mention by beautiful. the way the Heartbeat Billionaire script was uh Barrett script. I don't think I mentioned that, uh, but Barrett wrote that one. Uh Danae and I writing on this one. This is a dicer Hughes script, and this was for the episode The Twins. And I'm really enjoying writing Sins for these. I wish more people were watching them. You know, it's like it's like Ted Lasso yeah. times weekly, you know, where it's like this Stop show. It. I No, no, no. I love the video we made for <laughs> Ted Lasso. And that show is, you know, great. And people love it. And nobody watched that Sins nobody video. Nobody to watch it. Um, and that's kind of how these, uh, these Star Wars visions goes. Uh, and just spoiler alert. We're not going to be doing many more of these. <laughs> so, so if you want to see the rest of the Star Wars Visions uh, season send, you may want to get your friends together for a big old YouTube watch party. <laughs> the, we were saying,
1: like, we were so relieved that we hadn't written these ahead of time because yeah. we were like, well, we've committed to it now.
2: Well, it's it was also, so again, a little bit of uh, behind the scenes. Imagine that from this podcast. But, um, you know, there is always kind of appeasing uh you know the the copyright gods and in those kind of things and often that process takes about a month um or possibly even more sometimes it doesn't sometimes it's just you know for whatever reason they're available and they can go up right as soon as we get them on the channel and thankfully, Star Wars Visions was the latter category, because if not, we probably would have sinned a bunch more yep. of these before we knew that people weren't interested in watching them. So it's interesting, um, though,
0: how the animated I mean, granted, I guess the only live action we really have is Mandalorian to go by. And that's hugely popular. I yeah. don't know how popular this Boba Fett show is going to be or whatever, but um but it is interesting like when you compare that to like all the animated stuff we've done like Bad Batch and uh, Rebels mm-hmm. and now Visions and it's just the the difference in numbers is pretty fascinating i, yeah. I don't know why that
2: is because I know a lot of people watch those, you know, but absolutely. Know. But yeah, we've we've done all the Star Wars animated stuff we done hasn't uh, that we have done hasn't really done well on the channel. So it's it's been an interesting process. Uh, but anyways, we did the twins, and I enjoyed it. Uh, this is Studio Trigger, and if you read through the comments, a lot of them, and I'm not an anime person, but a lot of them are like, "Oh, this is so trigger! Like this is exactly what they do. This is their kind of." Anime, it's crazy, it's over the top, it's purposefully, you know, wild. Um, but that doesn't mean we're not going to send it. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. we're not going to take it to task uh, for those things. Um, I think if I were to kind of sum up my experience sitting this, I was shocked, shocked at all the uh, callbacks and winks in quotes in this one. Now, all of these episodes have a little bit of that. This one, it's like every three minutes, there, are at least. There is somebody saying an exact line from a Star Wars property, and it's just it's 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 really weird. I don't get. It's like was it a challenge? Did they challenge themselves? Here's a list of Star Wars quotes. We're gonna try to you know fit into this episode. Uh, it was really really strange. Um, the uh, the suit uh, the the convenience of it just having that slot for the kyber crystal <laughs> like as if that was something that was planned i believe it was called a kybergina, uh, <laughs> kybergina was amazing. in the suit uh was was really interesting to me and then i had to shout out uh danae's sin about the toothpaste where uh oh, so the, the imitation of kind of the style with you know the being toothpaste. out of toothpaste <laughs> being a sign of their dark purpose of their birth or whatever um i loved that stuff um but yeah that i really enjoyed writing on this one uh, Ian, what about you? What were some of your thoughts as you kind of walked through this property?
1: Well, this whole show is a kybergyna. It's just <laughs> like, how many different uses out of kyber crystals can we get? Considering they are, they're mentioned in like the surrounding li- literary universe a lot, but they're barely even acknowledged in the movies themselves. Um, but yeah, this is reflecting what the comments said. This is where I felt bad not liking the sh- the episode itself because. Is it just that I'm missing out on right. the style? That's what it and is it, like. Yeah, and I'm just not getting this. It's not landing, because culturally it's not something that I'm I'm not used to this genre. It's like mm-hmm. watching a, a Halloween movie and being surprised that it's so bad. Um, am I just not getting it? Um, I remember when the Everyone video... Everyone thought edit- that Halloween movie
0: was bad, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <That wasn't- laughs> you, you, you got that perfectly. Not alone. Yeah. No.
1: Um, I remember when the video edit for this came down. I think me and Aaron were... Talking for some reason, he was like, "Hey, hey!" And like, "Yes, Aaron." I'm like, Would "You, you want to see? You want to see something cool? You want to see something funny?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "We'll jump into Frame.io quick and have a look at this video." And by the way, let me know if there's anything that you see that's wrong. <laughs> I <was> like, well, <laughs> did you want me to enjoy it? Are you bragging or are you putting me to work? Which one is it here? Ooh, I'm happy Maybe for both. a little bit of both. <laughs> column <laughs> A, Column B. But it is brilliant. Like this is. It was the the script took it to task for all of the right things like just the reference central and it made me think twice about hmm when i'm writing scripts am i too self-referential as well am i doing too many callbacks (laughs) (laughs) because it's so tempting to do when you've got a universe that's filled with Mm -hmm. yoderisms and slogans and stuff to stick them all in um but yeah this one does it far too much um yeah kybergina toothpaste was great um and just your delivery on now, in case of dramatic emergency, <laughs> press this button to release the uniform. Um, yeah, great, loved it, good video.
2: Uh, Jonathan, what about you?
0: Let, yeah, this was uh, this episode was better than uh, that knockoff Jim and the Hall or whatever that that band one was. But yeah, um, Tatooine Rhapsody still, was the worst. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I, I just, I don't know, I just, I maybe, I just don't, I'm just not getting into this for whatever reason. Yeah. But they are they are fun to send. But um, I just enjoyed. You guys mentioned a few, but uh, sending the fact there weren't any guardrails on that bridge, which really also <laughs> I remember watching Force Awakens and that mm-hmm. scene, and I just remember thinking like, like I felt like Sigourney Weaver in uh, Galaxy Quest. Like, why is this here? Like, why, <laughs> like a, why is there this giant pit? Like I mean, how, I mean, how would they not cover that up somehow? Mm-hmm. You know, and then like, if you're going to have a bridge that people are genuinely going to walk across, you know, there's no, there's no railing, there's nothing. I mean, yeah. that's insane. Like you're I mean your your insurance would be so high for all your <laughs> all your all orders. of your employees. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. How is the how is the dark side you know, functioning? You know, how are they, they paying
2: those? exorbitant prices they lose at least a dozen stormtroopers a day to bridges they like,
0: have to yeah at least yeah
1: i mean, I mean if they can't you know, fire off a gun there's no way they can put one foot in front of the other
0: <laughs> you know somebody's know got answer, like an inner though, right?
2: ear issue we know the answer huh? the answer is because they like when when characters get shot and fall off bridges And it's hard for characters to fall off bridges when there's guardrails on them. That is the answer. The answer is they love that shot of when, you know, a character or a stormtrooper or whatever takes a bullet and then just goes tumbling off the bridge. But that's harder to do with guardrails. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the answer. That's true.
1: Still Uh, makes it dumb. (laughs) I
0: liked the term Star Wars haters or fans. I honestly can't tell the difference anymore. (laughs) I felt
1: that. Oh, man. Isn't that the
0: truth? Trolling Last Jedi. Yeah. Haters was awesome, and then obviously episode does not contain a Schwarzenegger or Devito. It's true, uh, was much appreciated. Yeah,
2: I, actually, I would have, I would have liked that. That would have been fun, Jonathan. It it may sound weird, but I actually was like, Jonathan's going to love this sin. This is this is a, Jonathan's going to really smile at this. So I'm glad. Anytime you it up. Is this we joke buddy? about
0: twins, the yep.
2: movie from 1988, Jonathan
0: yep. just gets so
2: giddy! There you go. I get giddy when people hate on Ohio. So let's go to our next one. Uh, what if zombies? Um, this was a Cardoso Hughes script. So Daniel and Danae writing uh, on this one. This is a double D script. Uh, so yeah, what did you guys? Uh, what did you guys think of this one, uh, Jonathan? Let's start with you. What are some of your thoughts on what if zombies? So I've seen every episode now except the
0: last one. And, um, this might be the one I enjoyed the most. I, 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 uh, and I know that's going to sound like people are going to be like, do you like horror movies? But no, I don't, I'm not really a zombie. (laughs) I'm not really a zombie person, but I, but I kind of enjoyed like this comic book series. I don't remember when this came out. They've done a few variations on it, but um, I've read at least one of them. Have you read these Ian? I don't know if you actually read Marvel comics, though, And I'm not. No, to like- I
1: haven't. I I read a huge amount of um, Avengers and Iron okay. Man and the Shield stuff, but not the not none of the what ifs.
0: Yeah. Well, this was. It, well, I'm just saying, Marvel's It wasn't a what if. It was a Marvel Zombies uh, comic. Oh yeah, it's it's, its own it, thing, isn't it? Yeah, because they were at one point. They were even going to do a Marvel Zombies movie, I think, and then that just kind of. I don't think that's happening anymore. or maybe, that's not going to to the
1: MCU. Well, you say that. Yeah. No, <laughs> that would definitely be like an offshoot now. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, but, anyways, I don't know. It was just, I remember it being kind of fun to read because it was like, I mean, because this is a true what if scenario. Like, what if, mm-hmm. I mean, this, yeah, seems like like this like a would more... never,
1: ever, ever happen in the real world. This is exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly so what I this think, should be used for.
0: I think that's the aspect I like about it because there actually are stakes, even though you know, this is like a, and I loved how they used, I don't remember if they did this in the comic. But I loved how they used um, Ant Man uh, to to kind of infect Captain America, and then it just went from there. Because I mean, that like makes perfect sense. Like they wouldn't see him coming and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was kind of entertaining. the The video was hilarious. Um, I liked the. I' gonna guess it was Daniel, but I don't know. Maybe Danae's a big Rockwell fan, but I just love throwing <laughs> in the Rockwell mention of somebody's watching me. Yeah. Um. That was amazing. Uh, the half-hearted attempt to make Rockwell canon in the MCU mm-hmm. was uh, was the was the sin. I like when Hope in the show says all that's left to ants, and then uh, then there's an answer. Who are you? And then the sin is well, that's just a dumb superhero name. All <laughs> uh, oh, that is left. Uh, and then I just like the one where it was just like a throwaway, like here, teenager, you solve it, because he just like <laughs> throws it
1: to Spider Man. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, totally. Those are the things that I enjoyed. Ian, what about you? What did you think of this episode?
1: Yeah, I like this episode. It was it was good. It was fun. Um, it's handcuffed by being twenty minutes long. This is the sort of thing that I think. Yes, it's a common could. story with
2: this with this series. Yeah.
1: What a surprise! Um, I don't know if it gets a full feature length, but how easily and how quickly Earth's Might used to Avengers and heroes and Hawkeye get taken over by zombies is like beyond convenient and it's just like look we are so aware that we have 23 minutes so this just happened look over here at something else while it happened mm-hmm. yeah but you no know, I, I really enjoyed the video um wow what was it i'm like what right now, i do have a question what is with the sudden boner for hope van dyne why is she like in <laughs> all of these episodes she's suddenly a crucial plot point in two of these shows hmm did I miss something? Is she like, I haven't actually seen Ant Man and the Wasp. So did I know she's in that. Isn't Maybe she?
0: Evangeline Lily was available. I you know, I don't know. Yeah,
1: possibly. <laughs> it was it well, feels they, like that's how these were written, wasn't it? They've
0: mm-hmm. kind of thrown Ant Man into it, like the uh, Michael Douglas's character, you know, the original Ant Man, they've thrown him into this a couple yeah. times too. So yeah, they there's there's a lot of it's they're Ant Man heavy lately. Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um actual video footage of Cinema Sin staff trying to coax a joke out of our sick minds somehow <laughs> makes its way into this episode. I was like, Yeah, I've had that battle. I was like, there's something really sick here and I'm gonna mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. And some little part of my brain is saying, No, this will get you fired <laughs> 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 So put a comment on it saying, It's up to you if you cut this sin or not. So I'll leave right. it to de- you to decide if it's the level of fucked up idness it has. Um mm-hmm. Uh, the expletive-ridden sentencing was my favourite sentencing in a long, long time. Just the whole episode is brainless, which is perfect for zombies. And mm-hmm. just how long the expletives go on for was was beautiful. Was that the,
0: was that the Christmas vacation? The Chevy Chase? Was it that one? Oh, I
1: don't. I don't know what
0: it's from. Actually, I just loved it. I think that's yeah. the one you're talking about. Because I don't think of another expletive one from this week. So. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's like where he's just long, shouting. He's just kind of yes. shouting.
2: Like, yeah, that's that's Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good. It's a great way to end the video. I uh,
2: I didn't like this one as much as you guys did. I didn't I hate it. I, I haven't hated any of these What If episodes. I, part of that probably comes from I'm you know zombies always annoy me. Uh, I just I don't think they make a lot of sense. Um, but I may have too much of a faith in humanity's ability to um, you know. Uh, if superheroes
0: get infected though, that might be a little different.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. how superheroes get infected. <laughs> like, well, how do superheroes thought, get, you know, bit by a slow plotting um Well they well no creature. one got bit by Ant Man, but how did Ant Man get I, I see what you're saying? Yeah. So anyhow, so yeah, that's that's my own annoying thing, but um and and I did feel the, the that it was it just felt truncated. You know, it just it felt like there there should be more of a bil- of an ability to expand it out and you know kind of help us see uh some of the things that that to me felt rushed you know um all of a sudden yeah, everybody's sure. a zombie so quickly um but yeah i would've been curious to see a lot of that stuff i mentioned really the only thing i wanted to mention already which is i didn't even write on this thing and there was so much ohio hate that you know the the comments like noticed it <laughs> and we're basically like like i i feel like it felt real in this to some people like um it's funny because <laughs> I mean for me i i come i come by it by birth right like i was born in michigan and michigan people hate ohio like that's just that's but something why? you're but, rivalries whatever my you're team. Got, better than your team you've got rivalries right like there are rivalries yeah, in Island. england
1: Ar- ireland our Ar- mm-hmm. Ar- ireland yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know how i'm allowed to say it <laughs> so you know it's a it's a it's a fun little way to to play but i grew up in ohio like i grew up like 10 of my Childhood years in uh, southern Ohio, so like I've lived there amongst the enemy, uh, and it's... <laughs> so uh, so yeah. I always I always think it's fun when he makes fun of uh, of the Buckeye State. All right, let's move into music video sins. Uh, this is DJ Snake, Ozuna, Megan The Stallion, and Lisa of Blackpink with SG. <laughs> uh so never has yeah.
1: a man just said a bunch of words together without understanding what they are <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, the lisa of Blackpink, like that seems sad to me that they have to say that like i think lisa is enough i i, I yeah, don't rightfully I mean, what other, as well that seems really lisa harsh yeah
2: yeah yeah uh so anyhow um i i listen i've heard of megan the stallion in blackpink um but i cannot uh i admit i've never heard of dj snake or azuna um, so yeah I, I'm
1: definitely speaking for myself I have no idea what any of this is
2: yeah I, I listen I, I, there's no greater way for me to sound out of touch than to try to talk about this song so I'm passing <laughs> uh, I am passing on talking about this song you know
0: it's a you know it's one of those mishmash things I mean right I mean you've got like I mean there's nothing wrong with that I mean they can work Um, the you know rappers getting together or whatever doing you know doing a doing a song together or something but this just doesn't on any level work i don't think Mm -hmm. it's not it's not like an interesting melody and everybody just kind of seems to be repeating stuff that they've had and they've mentioned in other songs especially megan the stallions you know portion um Mm -hmm. she even does the body yaddy yaddy thing like yeah we've heard a whole song about that so i don't you know so that's just my thing um but i i'm curious like people that are actually fans of them would yeah i just i don't know why they would like this either but i don't know other than maybe just to see them
2: together is fun yeah i don't know it's like the avengers right like it's the avengers of modern music (laughs) good good (laughs) okay maybe it's more like when they did uh what what was the uh the one where they did all the netflix marvel uh together uh maybe it's more defenders (laughs) the defenders maybe it's more like the netflix is the defenders
1: Oh, I love
2: that. Well, see, people can I... love this too. So no, but go. they shouldn't.
0: <laughs> uh, Jonathan, did you have You're any... You're defending the Defenders. That's, That's true. Nice. I am. That's very am. nice. That's very That's nice. Right. You're a
2: Defenders Defender. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, That's did you defendrist. have anything else about uh, the the song or the, the video that you want I mean, to talk about? I mean, I already kind of
0: said myself that there's too many <laughs> artists, but Barrett mm-hmm. did that as well, which I thought was... Uh, I, I also enjoyed the guy... <laughs> He had the hat on on the boat, and it's just like, can you imagine the tan line this poor bastard will have after spending all day under the sun on the boat in this hat? Mm-hmm. Um, and calling the oboe the Mitt Romney of the woodwind. <laughs> I had that one done
2: too. That's so good. That's what uh, I had. Uh, I also uh, had the listen. Anytime subtlety is just a sin, it slays me. I don't like anytime there's something that's so obviously not subtle, and it just the sin is just subtlety. Uh, i'm always gonna laugh so i enjoyed that um the anger again at the shortness of the title uh just when narish get angry about silly (laughs) things it it makes me laugh quite a bit and i will never look at oboes the same way again uh ian what about you uh your Um, thoughts yeah
1: i'm firmly in the camp of i'm probably not entitled slash allowed to have an opinion on on the song itself because it's it's not aimed at me and right that's how can, i feel yeah yeah totally people can enjoy what they want but i have to have an opinion um and i just the, the video feels exploitative towards women but is that actually is it or not because they're there by choice they're the, it, like is it empowering or is it exploitative which one is it because they're doing whatever they want great But it's definitely put in front of us to say, hey, look at these naked people.
2: Well, Ian, if you want to have this conversation, (laughs) uh, I am more than happy to go here. Uh, No, modern music deals with this conundrum all the time. I think at the end of the day, it is a net negative to culture, to even when women are are empowered to be whatever they want, show whatever parts of their body they Mm -hmm. want, be as sexualized as they want, be as sexual as they want. But I think there is a net negative that happens when... Pop culture takes a woman who uh, is empowered to do that and makes that the front and center because it, it, it plays into objectification. It plays into all those things. So, yes, we can we can talk about the net negative and at the same time balance it with the ability for women to be empowered to be whatever they want. You know, so I think I'm so
1: glad you're here. I, <laughs> I, <think both laughs> I things
3: really came, am
2: yeah
0: that's exactly what you I mean confusing because i always i'm always like do what you want to do right like, I, you know, you're, if you're not hurting anybody yeah. i don't care you know i mean but then yeah i i, I know
2: but it what does Aaron's feel icky saying.
1: that it is 100 percent being used to make well, money it just, it's it plays, no one's make
2: it plays into some of the ickiest parts of our culture right that's yeah. that's the problem in in again why it can be a net negative i think overall and something worth talking about but um but yeah, it's and again the reason we focus on women here is because this, this is the the cultural issues we deal with have to do with body image uh, mm-hmm. and objectification and that has been something culturally that we've dealt with with women much more than men. That doesn't mean it can't also happen with men. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um and in fact I think we think about it a little bit differently when it does. You know, there's a reason that uh that you can reverse genders and it, and it feels a little more okay for a woman to objectify a man because there's a power dynamic there that changes things. Does that mean it is okay to objectify anybody? No, it just means culturally we're not dealing with the same issue, uh, mm-hmm. when that happens. So at least those, yeah, absolutely. those are some of my opinions. So yeah, glad you that, brought it Better up. than I could have put it. So I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, there's, that is a
1: right, quite rightfully. That's a dangerous minefield. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm a Garf Noodle i Arms Armistice Lego on Freight <laughs> I I want to know what that actual sentence was going to be because I feel mm-hmm. like that's something Barrett has accidentally messaged to somebody without checking the autocorrect. <laughs> seems too I just want to know what it
2: was. Yeah, Yeah. too
1: real. The other thing that felt too real is that I love it when – you spend loads of time on a joke or writing something. And at the very at the eleventh hour, you find a fundamental bit of evidence that disproves and undermines all of the work that you've put mm-hmm. into it. And I can feel that frustration with the him getting confused with DJ Snake and DJ Shadow. And I imagine that's something that actually happened. And he just thought, you know what? I'm gonna keep the sin, but oh, I acknowledge yeah. it in the sin. Yeah um and just run with it and make it because it's I, it's a beautiful thing to justify the work that you've done and also sin yourself a mm-hmm. little bit so, yeah i appreciate that i felt that in I, my bones i didn't hear he didn't have
0: that in the script or anything that he did that but yeah no i thought the same thing because i've done that you see that happening yeah
1: absolutely. several times um yeah. and the jazz flute in the outtakes um over the mind <laughs> fluting was perfection so yeah. good
2: yeah Great stuff. Uh, all right, let's move into Cinema Sins. Uh, Black Widow has been sinned. This was uh, also a script from Danae and I. This was a Dice Uh We wrote together on this one. Um, I guess I would just start by saying I... I'm a sucker for Marvel movies. I love the connected universe that always kind of brings me into them to a place. I love the feel of them. I just love, you know, the there's a sense of humor to them that I really dig and enjoy. Usually, in the action, although cut to pieces a lot, we've talked about that many, many times, uh, is still interesting and fun to me. Um, and I enjoyed this movie. Uh, I. Not only enjoyed the Black Widowness of it, and I think Scarlett Johansson does a great job with that character, I really liked the surrounding pieces to her. That family they put together. Uh, Elena is a great character. I would watch a Yelena movie. Um, Florence mm-hmm. Pugh is is probably my favorite thing about the movie. But I also really yeah. liked uh, Red Guardian and, you know, all that stuff. So yeah i enjoyed this movie um that doesn't mean is not chocked full of sins uh so <laughs> we had a you know a good time kind of pointing a lot of those out i wanted to point out first danae's wonderful sin about the uh, nasty recliner uh in the in the tube's <laughs> office because it's a, just sitting there it's just like you know what this guy needs just this nasty rec- <laughs> the grossest recliner you grossest could think of, grossest recliner ever um the uh tic-tac-toe and hangman breakdown was a lot of fun to mm-hmm. you know put together just trying to figure that stuff out there'll be more on that later in keeping tabs um, uh,
1: no you stole my keeping tabs no, <laughs> I no you didn't have I got it in the comment tabs. section no sorry i have it in the comment section oh, okay. so that's gonna get a lot of love this week
2: <laughs> good good um <laughs> well maybe we'll just save all that conversation for the comment section but yeah. uh but yes, there's there's a lot of that scene that that is interesting. There's a lot we saw and there's some we missed. So um it'll be interesting to to talk about that. And then the uh I, I wanted to talk a little bit with you guys about this. The whole dynamic of the smell thing, the severing of the uh whatever nerve at the you know, top of the nose kind yeah. of thing. I tried to put a lot of thought into to this because I wanted to let the movie have kind of its own ground rules but at the same time when you're dealing with something like human anatomy like it just it is what it is and you know we can when you smell something this is not pleasant to think about sometimes by the way when you smell something what that means is there are actual particles of that in your nose that is you know there, correct there there's an actual physical Molecule presence, whatever that is coming into your nose. Well, that that means you've got some time before you smell something that is in the same room as you, twenty feet away, whatever. Like, it just doesn't seem like this is a real legitimate way to protect yourself. (laughs) How many ways can someone not smell you? Like, (laughs) literally, you could plug your nose and be okay. And I know the movie tries to address that, but it's not true. Like, you don't smell things. Just put a helmet
1: on. Yeah,
2: like considering everyone is wearing a
1: helmet, just put one on. It it feels like they really, really wanted the moment where Black Widow smacks her face off of the table and then worked backwards from there. Yeah, it it stinks, haha, Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. wanting that moment and then doing anything it can to get there. It doesn't. There are so many other options. That why is the smell thing the best option that's laid out in front of you? It's not. There's definitely better things you could have done that, that didn't involve smell.
2: I think there's also probably some sort of thematic play going on here with the idea of men's power over women and you know those kind mm-hmm. of things but um, but I don't know it didn't it didn't it just didn't work for me. The, the severing of the nerve doesn't work for me. I mean if you're gonna sever the nerve, why would you wait till the moment to slam your head on a table to do it? Like if you knew that going in, wouldn't you just find a scalpel and go ahead yeah. and take care of that? Like I, and, and fake it the rest of the time, right? Yeah, I I don't know. It was just it was one of those things that that really stood out to me. So yeah. Anyhow, uh, I wanted to see kind of if I was way off on that, but uh, no, nope, I but think you're spot on. It's yeah. dumb. <laughs> Uh Jonathan. What about you? What did you think of uh, Black Widow or this video or whatever?
0: Um, I mean, we did. I think yeah, uh, Barrett and Chris and I did a mini pod on it. Uh, if you want to go check that nice. out in the Cinecast feed, but uh, no, I liked it overall. It, it like a lot of MCU movies. I got tired. I got more tired of it as it continued. Uh, that's a problem I have. It's kind of that middle tier of like MCU movies. Like right. I think it started off pretty strong, and then I think it just kind of dozed off there. And a lot of the action at the end, I will say, I wasn't like I didn't even really know what was going on half the time, and I just I don't know. And it didn't really feel like there were stakes because I knew they weren't going to kill obviously <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. I, I assume that. Um, oh my God, I forgot her name. Who plays Florence Pugh? Elena. Florence Pugh, thank you. My God, I do agree. She's probably the best thing about this. But I, I I assume she's coming back at some point. I assume Harbors maybe going to come back at some point. So I mean, I just you know, I just it didn't really feel like there were stakes and stuff like that, which is fine. I mean, I don't care. I it was better than I thought it was going to be. I had I was not excited about this movie. I just typically am not interested in prequels. Yeah. Um. And I feel and it feels like it's a movie that as a lot of people joke should have been made like you know 15 years prior or whatever
1: 12 years prior <laughs> yeah but yeah, anyway if possible
0: yeah <laughs> or something but uh but or like you know after they after the avengers or something yeah, i don't know after least. the first avengers movie but i'm glad they finally gave her, her own movie i mean she definitely deserved it and uh you know she she killed it she's very good in these movies uh, so overall enjoyed it uh, my first sin i actually wrote down was ohio that's as weird to talk talking about that that's kind of funny
2: <laughs> that one was me but it was just one and it was just i'm ohio. so glad it came yeah. up in the same week i like so that good.
0: weird combo of windows phones and then throwing windows phones into a large <laughs> oh, body of water
1: that is the perfect I, sin removal it's so good
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: i had a windows phone by the way
2: yeah really did in my understanding uh, is <laughs> i've never had one my understanding is they're actually not all that bad it's just you know People don't like Windows uh, stuff. You know. They
0: they were okay. The, the problem was they didn't have access to a lot of
2: apps and stuff. The yeah. It was kind Android of the same feeling I got Apple about did. the Zoom. It was just like, it's not yeah. a bad device. It's just nobody wants it. <laughs> and I just remember, because then that was when Facebook was
0: just like huge. Yeah. And there was like, it had like 12 different types of Facebook. It was, I don't know. Yeah. I, it, I didn't enjoy it. It got on my nerves. Um, the, You guys kept saying that she is people. <laughs> I thought that was funny.
2: A note on that one. Uh, That was, so Danae and I both wrote different Uh, uh Black Widow Survives This Sins and mm-hmm. Danae's was the she is people thing, which was great in hers. And so I deleted my entire uh Black Widow survives this sin that I had later and just wrote she is people. So I basically stole Danae's punchline <laughs> and used it as a callback. Uh, you made it for a my, running joke. I All made it a running happens. joke. So anyway, I think it worked perfectly. so fun.
0: I also thought you guys were uh, very mean to Mr. Harbor with uh, Red <laughs> Guardian's costume survives this. <laughs>
2: It's funny. Right, uh, it's also yeah. I mean, you it know, was, we walk it was really funny stuff. We walk a fine line, right? Because yeah. yeah. That that is the point of that scene. The point of that scene is that he's trying to mm-hmm. struggle in there and we walk this fine line because we will have conversations about, yes, but isn't this the point the movie is making? And yeah, in this case it is, but it's just it's just a great joke. It's just a way to yes. turn what we do on so our head funny. and make people laugh. And at the end of the day, I think what people have to continue to remember is I know we've said it a million times, but it's it's got to stick at some point. We're not actually working on a sins ledger here. We're not actually mm-hmm. trying to tell you by a number of sins how good or bad this movie <laughs> is. We're trying to make you laugh. We're trying to have fun. And so when we say, you know, his costume survives this, we know you're going to chuckle and, and laugh at the turn of the the sin, even though that is the point the movie is making, is that he's trying to fit into this costume and it's not going very well. So. Um, Mm. so that is the the intricacy of our job is knowing where those lines are right and by the way everybody has a different opinion sometimes too so a lot (laughs) of that'll deal with like you know who you're writing with and and who's kind of got the final word on the script so um but yeah we have a good time so yeah yeah
1: it definitely changes hourly (laughs) where that line is that's true that's
2: true uh ian what about you
1: um, I'll get it out of the way first. You and Danae absolutely nailed this script. And that is like the consensus from the comments, from anywhere anyone has said anything about this script. It's just, oh my God, this was one of the funniest videos they've seen in, in. I was going to say in ages. That makes it sound <laughs> like we don't put out funny videos. No, I was going to say. This is like, this is top tier. This is so good. So yeah, you oh, guys did so, yeah. awesome, awesome job on this. Yeah. Um, the film itself, it's fine. Um, I... If Florence Pugh wasn't in it, I'd have a different opinion. She one hundred percent saves the movie for me between her and David Um is it Arbor or Harbor? I hear it different everywhere.
0: Well, I mean you're I mean it's spelled H A, so I assume it's
2: harbor. So is Herbs. Right. Well those are herbs, but Yeah, but you're still pronouncing the H herbs. I I, the h's (laughs) or the the h's uh as as i've heard uh people in other countries say are different depending on which english-speaking country you're in too so i wonder if maybe it is arbor but it's definitely harbor over here so harbor right okay cool
1: um anyway david harbour is great um florence is incredible and we need i'm imagining she's going to turn up in Hawkeye pretty prevalently um yeah, she's amazing. The film didn't do a huge amount for me. Um, the end is silly. I like the main body of the film, the family stuff, a lot more than I like the generic Marvel action-y bits. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. I think it deserved a bit more fanfare, to be honest. Um, the lightning bug debate, that's got to be mentioned. <laughs> the the internal debate that we had oh, as yeah. well.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll be in keeping I'll tabs. be honest, though. Oh, okay, cool, both. cool, cool. So, it's yeah. Kind of I,
1: lightning bug is so american it is just mm-hmm. fire. i mean oh, i might no, be wrong I, but it's so firefly I, over here
0: i think lightning bug is what i've heard the most but i've definitely a lot of people i know call them fireflies like mm-hmm. i mean i've i heard that as a kid too yeah. i heard both yeah i don't know what i ever landed on i I don't really think about it that often i probably call them lightning bugs but i don't know
1: yeah yeah again just something we argue about that 100 percent does not matter
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's yeah, the point sure. that's the whole point yes. of those sins and absolutely I, yeah i love it yeah well, neither one of those
0: are correct anyways. They're probably like Cicadius, you know,
2: life yeah, the, the film oh. says it, doesn't it? Yeah, the, the, lampre- the lampre-d-, lampred Oh, yeah, lamp-arity, that's right. I like Defundice- Lamparity, I think.
1: Lamparity. Diocese, yeah. yeah. Um, Black Widow would be Buddha and Pest at Things was <laughs> beautiful. So good. So, so good. Um, and Pockets needing to be added to the um, to the Betchdale test is 100% true. Like, if it's not mm-hmm. two women talking about men, it's then talking about a skirt that has pockets well, or the lack of pockets. I, I
2: have some thoughts on this maybe in the comment section, but let's talk about it here because – the comments uh there were several comments from women that were like well it's obvious men wrote this because we do you know talk about pockets because we need pockets or whatever and i'm like no actually danae wrote this in, and it's yeah, because the yeah. sin isn't about that there aren't enough pockets for women there aren't enough pockets for women that is a fact right like that is something yeah, no, you know, as, correct. as someone who has his wife and
0: daughter's phones a lot of the time stuffed in his pockets along <laughs> exactly. with my own yeah. phone. <laughs>
2: I'm telling you women don't have enough pockets. Yeah,
1: the point is it, we <laughs> know women assuming. don't we
2: know women don't have enough pockets because it affects us men.
1: Uh, yes, so that's <laughs> the message
2: to take away. Well done, Jonathan. No, I'm just saying, I know for a fact. Yeah. So anyhow, uh I I think I actually did respond uh, under one of those comments and just said the sin isn't that, you know, that we you know, think that there are you know that that's not an important thing. The sin is that that is a go to you know, mm-hmm. that's what women talk about. If they're not talking about a man, they're talking about not having pockets or going to the bathroom together. Uh, and that movies yeah, you know, use same. those things as cliches. But I just I thought it was funny. It's it's one of those interesting things that we're dealing with with some of the diversity in our writing uh, crew where, you know, at the end of the day, it is a, a white guy that's saying them as the narrator. And so mm-hmm. it changed like we have to almost think of. Like how that changes contextually things that a you know woman may have wrote or somebody from a different background may have have written mm-hmm. it becomes an interesting thing because you're putting them in the mouth of you know a white male so um and I mm-hmm. and that's not to say that the sin didn't work I think the sin works perfectly but you can see in the comments how some people you know wanted it to be you know oh man doesn't know what women think you know and it's like well, yeah because there's still women, a good right? chunk of so yeah
1: <laughs> there's still a good chunk of people that think it's jeremy writing sitting editing and doing the whole right doing the whole shebang right yeah totally um, what are you testing with the skele- um, skeletal system button? I hadn't <laughs> thought of it until I saw it. And I was like, what does that slider do? I need to know. Does it turn right? into jelly? <laughs> yeah, does it make it harder? As you slide the slider, what, slider what, down? You, what happens? What are you testing? <laughs> What's going on here? It's great. And I I, I absolutely love doing, especially when you find something where, what I've found a lot in Rick and Morty is when you're sexually attracted to something, there is a right. word for it. And I stick so many of those in right, the, right. into into Some sort scripts. of
2: philia word, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So I watched the video the other day, and I went through the script to pick out my favourite sins and refresh my memory. And I had I was trying to Google Oniattamitus because I was like, what the? What's I was like, oh no, I had to go back to the video and
2: it's one at a
1: time-itis. No, yeah.
2: yeah. There, is, there isn't a thing for oni No, oni is not an actual disease. <laughs> it um, is now. I should, uh, next time I, I, I've written that into several scripts, uh, but I should next time have him pronounce it Oni-atomitis or something like only that. oni because it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh yeah. dear. Um, and That's cool. We,
0: one of us likes to say hopper, even when it's spelled with two O's, so yeah. <laughs>
1: Hope. <laughs>
0: that makes
1: sense to nobody. Sorry, I said that. <laughs> Except for Ian my, and Aaron. <laughs> yeah. My um, my very very last one is just Jeremy's delivery on there. Hi there, random parachute. Thanks for being so convenient. Was <laughs> it's, it's one great. of those things that if I'd have been reading it, I never would have thought of that. And it's makes me happy that he does what he does for us. He's so yeah,
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I may have put that in the narrator instructions. To okay, screw that Jeremy, well done Aaron. <laughs> Listen, <laughs>
1: I'm
3: not above taking
2: some credit when it's mine. I just
1: want to say <laughs> stealing it from danae stealing it from Jeremy, right. that's fine.
2: <laughs> uh his delivery was perfect. Oh. Perfect. I I messaged yeah. him when I heard it. I was like that is so perfect and he actually had messaged and said that the script was fun for him because there were a lot of those opportunities to do something uh you know, interesting or unique or those yeah. kind of things. So I know he had a lot of fun with this um the script and his narration is just great uh, throughout. Mm-hmm. So, so, so good. Stuff. It's good stuff. Let's move into Space Jam, A New Legacy, the new Space Jam movie. This is a Cardoso share script. Barrett and Daniel writing on this one. Um, what do we think about Space Jam, A New Legacy? Uh, I guess I can go I first. I've seen it. Um, Have you seen it, Ian? Am I the only one that's seen it?
1: No, and I am now really glad. This is one of the Sins videos that made me happy I haven't watched it. Because this is infuriating. If this is a real representation of what the film is, I really like the original, but I was seven when I watched it. So it's going to be the perfect film for me. But this is infuriating that they just turned it into branding. You love sports. (laughs) <laughs> such a... my, despite my You're, I mean well-known... Ian all the time he's
0: like hey guys can we please talk about sports yeah it's true that's Ian if you know famous Ian
1: for liking basketball yeah absolutely yeah. I don't even like the sports that they make up in Star Trek I'm just like, could you <laughs> get on with the aliens <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: amazing you didn't like Cisco's af- uh, asphyxiation with baseball and... oh, that
1: makes no sense it's 300 years dead just give it up Cisco stop being it's quirky like, I don't know. It's like us
2: watching old movies. Did you say asphyxiation with oh, baseball? I meant to say fixation. Did <laughs> I you Wait, is there a sport where they fixation. choke on baseballs? No. This is amazing. No. I need to watch no. more Star no. Trek. No. <laughs> no, I meant to say fixation. I didn't know yeah. there was so much ball choking. Season uh, that's, seven yeah, yeah, that's King King. Is, uh, is, that's something yeah. else. That's something so else. they
0: start running out of ideas like season six, season seven yeah, of some of these right. shows. Like it's the ball choking
2: yeah. episode. Here it comes. Well, I guess it makes <laughs> Every sense. Show gets fun. <laughs> I guess it makes sense then for me to start since I'm the one who's actually seen the movie. Uh yeah, it's as terrible as it looks. Um <clears throat> there is something that can be inherently fun, even as mentioned earlier. In the music video sins of putting a bunch of things together, right? Of being like, hey, what if this world invaded this world? But at some point, your gumbo becomes less gumbo and it just becomes trash, right? Like at some point, mm-hmm. it's just like the, you know, you can put so many ingredients in that there's just, there's nothing. To distinguish it to taste or or whatever so
0: here <laughs> and taste my soup oh my god this is trash
1: <laughs> it was my grandmother's gumbo recipe yeah it's still trash
2: it is hard for me to talk about because i am a super taster so like three ingredients is often too much for me But I, but i imagine even for most people you get to a certain number of ingredients yeah. and some of them are conflicting or whatever and that's kind of how this feels to me it's just like You're trying too hard. There's just too much stuff here, and I get that's kind of the point of the movie. And that like they're they're I'm not saying it's accidental. I think it is completely intentional. Everything they do in this movie was exactly I think what they wanted to do because they just wanted to have fun with it.
0: Is is LeBron really bad in this though? As an actor? Yeah. Well, here's the thing because he's actually of course he's playing himself in both situations, Mm -hmm. but in Trainwreck. Where, you know, he's Bill Hader's, like, one of Bill Hader's, like, best friends in that movie. And he's actually playing himself in that movie, too. But he's really funny. And that might have to do with Judd Apatow and, you know, That's and, and Amy I, and I Schumer think, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because th- like him talking about how he has to, he's not going to go to the locker room and hear the Downton Abbey spoilers, right? like, right. do you remember know I'm talking about? Yes, <laughs> like Bill Hader won't no, watch do, Downton Abbey with But him. I do
2: think we have a level. I, we we have this uh, this thing we do with athletes or other professions that aren't actors, but we see in movies where we dial back the expectations a little bit, and so no, absolutely. So,
0: but he clearly can be. Passable, sure. Like if, but maybe him also being the main person is a problem too. Maybe him
2: being the main
1: focus
0: is an issue. I
2: don't think he's the main problem of the movie. Let's just put it that way. I don't think this is LeBron's fault. I, I just seven-year-old
1: me didn't care that Michael Jordan was a bad actor. It was just cool Bugs Bunny.
2: Right. Yeah. I wonder if kids like this one. that's my kid inter-
0: didn't watch it, so I don't know. Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't Experiment see why time, they would. Do it. <laughs> no, she, she, I feel she like would so not many of it. the so many of the inside jokes aren't geared to them. You know, the- yeah.
1: no, they shouldn't get the Rick and Morty thing. They shouldn't right. get the Clockwork Orange thing. There's this was the Clockwork Orange thing blows my so, mind. So fucked up. Like what? What a weird,
0: what a <laughs> yeah. weird one to pull out of the
1: vault. <laughs> <It> <laughs> yeah, just these felt people like, like Alex from Clockwork. Orange. <laughs> yeah, it just felt like Warner Brothers was dick measuring against disney properties and it's just like a that's not that's not a fight you can win and b (laughs) no one cares
2: yeah yeah uh it's not a great movie i don't know that i need to spend too much time on it um there are a couple fun moments that i may have smiled at or laughed at or whatever i i actually thought the michael b jordan moment that the video uh that seems kind of was (laughs) kind of funny it was it, it, it was it was handled pretty well and i thought uh it was kind of funny so Um. that's michael b jordan (laughs) but then i
0: like the sin you know so whether or not sylvester thinks all black people look alike or not i thought was an
2: interesting this this is uh, this is another one that you know Mm -hmm. um where the narrator is white but the writer is not you know what i mean so like it's it's one of those interesting things that we continue to deal with and um and i love it i love again i love that we have diverse voices and backgrounds um that are writing for us but you know you kind of have to figure out okay how does how does that work you know coming from the the narrator so and i think it it worked great i thought it was perfect um so well done uh as far as like stuff in the video really funny video um the 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 shade on uh yahoo was just great that you know if you had any money (laughs) Uh, about the yahoo interface (laughs) and it was like you know if yahoo actually had any money um the the Kyrie probably doesn't believe in movies shade was hilarious (laughs) i didn't Uh, didn't even get that but it was funny (laughs) he is famously right now uh not playing because he won't get vaccinated so um so i'm sure okay i didn't know that but i didn't i didn't i'm sure that's the two and two you're supposed to put together yeah for sure uh why is ted lasso allowed to coach soccer in the midst of that cheating sin <laughs> like completely out of nowhere is just i love so great. i don't know what you call
0: those but i love this i love writing these too, where you just end it with a random yes. question that doesn't fit with whatever's going on yeah. There. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah non-sequitur sins are the best yeah non-sequiturs i think we call those uh, in the business <laughs> Um, the And then I had to mention, this floating earbud just had an orgasm. Uh, just simple and beautiful and true. Um, you just got to love that kind of stuff. Uh, and that, my friends, oh, is why uh, Barrett writes CinemaSins. Uh, just yep. amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, what about you guys, uh, Jonathan? I mean, I, I don't see
0: any scenario where I'm watching this. Uh, maybe if it gets... Oscar
1: nomination which I don't think is happening so. Bugs Bunny gets an Oscar nod <laughs>
2: for like best visuals effects. like effects do you do that Jonathan everything that gets an Oscar nom for any no, category not
0: necessarily not necess- I mean, definitely like I try to watch although I, I don't I usually fail but at, like the big the big categories I'll tend to try to watch the best pictures and stuff like that but visual nah I mean unless it's just something that interests me but um, no not really okay. I, I just was trying I was to think curious. of any reason yeah. why I would watch this yeah uh, and it's definitely a personal thing. Obviously, I have nothing to do with the Oscars or anything. Um, I enjoyed the Teen Wolf thing. The C, this is yes. why it's better to turn into a werewolf before the game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that was really good. Uh, LeBron is trying to teach his kids about hard work while also having this automatic ball <laughs> dispenser. on. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was amazing. Yep, <laughs>
1: that was
0: like. So and uh, I just enjoyed the one where it was just like the movie. The line in the movie is, I think LeBron says, "The computer's black." And then the sin is, I don't know what this is, but it isn't funny. Oh,
1: man, I had that written down, too, because it's one of those times where the narrator just echoes exactly what is in my head. I was like, yeah, I don't know what that was, but it was not
2: funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it kind of felt like almost like a offshoot of, guys, I no longer know what's going on here. Like, it kind of felt like kind of an offshoot of that that sin. So I
2: thought that was great. Yep. Uh, Ian, what about you? Yeah,
1: from, it feels like, I also haven't seen the film either, but from what the Sims video pulls out, it feels like it took the wrong lessons from Space Jam. And Space Jam isn't objectively a good movie. I like it because I was seven when I watched it, but right. it puts all of the humans into the audience of the game, which isn't what happens in the first Space Jam. And I feel like there's far too much of If you had less of that, you could maybe just zero in on some of the actual properties that are in the audience and give them something to do rather than the family just shouting, mm-hmm. Dom! the entire thing. So yeah, I right. very much doubt I'll watch it. Um, again, we're probably not the, the audience, to be honest. Um, the absolute poetry and sonnet that was the appreciation of the original game boy um i feel like i haven't looked but i think daniel wrote that because he writes poetry like this <laughs> and then puts yeah. it into his videos um it's yeah it's so so good it took me back to my my very first gaming console um yeah it's so good and uh, the dom bonus round is so good i didn't even mm-hmm. there are so many This is exactly like what the bonus round is for. There's so many doms. Well, you know,
2: it's interesting because there was a sin early on about the word algorithm. I think Mm -hmm. Uh, I could be wrong. It it may have been something else. They they played a bunch of them in a row, and I was like, "Oh, you should have saved that for a a bonus round." No, they couldn't because they had the dom bonus round. You know, like I mean, (laughs) you (laughs) can do two bonus rounds, but it made sense to do it that way. But uh, speaking of dom. Mm -hmm. Was the Aaron
0: since you've seen it? Was the whole like uh, letting your kid follow their own dreams? Was that like as presented as offensively as it appeared to be in the movie? Because it's like <laughs> it's not even like uh, he's clearly really good at it. Like it's not just like it's right. a dream. Right. Like yeah. he's already he already appears to be yes. like an expert. He's invented game maker. something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah
2: yeah he's invented something it's like <laughs> and he's like no no no, you must play ball
0: it's like, how, he's revolutionized yeah
1: but he's I mean, not playing basketball therefore he's I mean, not get, worthy
0: yeah i get that you have like well you know this is you know i i dream of making video games but you know i don't know how to work a computer that would be one thing but like yeah. this guy's like already like freaking like is an inventor
2: <laughs> I don't know it just seemed no, weird I like, mean uh, you know offensive is an interesting <laughs> word but it's, I, uh, yeah yeah it's it, it is definitely exactly as you're saying it makes no sense and there there is another element of it that also is off-putting where it's like I mean yes he, that still happens but that is such a cliche that most parents are aware that they shouldn't do that you know what I mean like most yeah. parents aren't yeah. are, aren't putting their own you know uh, expectations and dreams on their children anymore. It's just not, you know, like I, I mm-hmm. played basketball in high school and college and I loved basketball. Um, I was very, very careful not to be the kind of parent that was like, Oh, you've got to play basketball um, because that's yeah. what I did. Uh, and none of my kids played in high school. They all were in marching band, which I didn't do because that was something that they enjoyed and that they, you know, found fun. in. so, I think most parents are aware of that, and so to have LeBron James be the kind of parent that would be like, "Well, you know, it's yeah. weird it's just it weird. Was also it was also interesting because like I thought the parallel to of I don't remember
0: I don't remember how old his son is in real life, like his actual son, but I remember when his son started playing high school basketball, there was a lot of controversy around the fact that people were covering that right because it's like that kid's in high school, yeah, you know, or maybe he was even in middle school at the time. And I remember LeBron, you know, talking about that, too. Like, you know, this isn't cool. Like, he's a kid. Let him be, you know. Yeah. So, I, well, I he's know. Not kind the of first, weird. And then, he's
2: not the first middle school or high school athlete that has no, garnered national absolutely sports not. coverage. So, yeah.
0: But it was just kind of interesting that then he then kind of had that uh, had that storyline in his movie about wanting his son to fall. I don't know. Yeah. It just all mm-hmm. that just felt yeah, a, a little weird. odd to me. Totally.
2: Totally. Yeah
1: um i think that was all i had other than the virtual skip voice um the sync (laughs) that came in on that i want a whole video of the narrator's voice in that that was awesome
2: um yeah yeah good stuff great stuff uh this week and uh let's let's move into keeping tabs
4: Hey podcast peeps, it's me again. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: those are my d- mm-hmm. those are my uh
4: okay. every time I, t- I talk Wow. I- uh, is this how Aaron feels when we're mm. Okay, we're gonna try this thing.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash bts. So go fill it out.
1: The internet is a communications tool. used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another.
2: Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is
4: the most public yet of my many humiliations.
2: All right, we're going to take a look at some of the stuff from putting together the content for this week. And by we, I mean I. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, this is one the, of keeping, the things. keeping tab segment is what we're talking about today. Uh, yeah, I'm the only one on the team that uh, of us three that wrote this week. Um, and yeah, so I, I did want to talk about the firefly, fireflies and uh, lightning bugs. I think that makes the most sense to talk about here. And we can talk about uh, the... Um, Hangman game in the comment section. But uh, but yeah, so I always said lightning bugs growing up in Ohio. So I was very aware they were in Ohio. So as soon as the mom was like the Lampa parody family and she called them something else in that first, I was like, okay, we're doing something here. And then the idea to uh, s- satirize the polarization angle, which I love to do, and to make it as if they had come down on the wrong side of history you know, by saying it this way, <laughs> yeah, not uh, extreme. Is, is really fun for me. And so I did that. But the thing that I thought really made it sing was the proof, like finding that map where, mm-hmm. you know, somebody had kind of done the uh, the actual, um, you know, I was gonna say math. It's not math, but study of like, you know, where <laughs> it's common made me feel really good because, you know, Ohio is right in the center of uh, lightning bug territory um, and I didn't really hear them called fireflies uh, until I moved back to Michigan, and some people in Michigan called them fireflies, and that was also reflected in the map. So I, I knew the map seemed pretty accurate to me, and I think for a lot of middle, middle America, you will hear lightning bugs. I know, uh, Jonathan, you mentioned earlier in the episode that uh, in Tennessee you heard mostly lightning bugs. Um, with some fireflies, um, and there's always going to be a few people, uh, you know, who are a little different than the norm. But it's it's always one of those things that's fascinating to me. You know, we call the same thing different things, and it just happens to be geographical. I think it's proof in many ways that we are relational, community minded people. Like you know, we call it what the people around us call it, and you know how we learned it growing up. But there's, um, but it's it's just one. And there there are other things. Like some people call them. Um, uh, glow bugs uh you know they're they're kind of minor ones but it's usually either lightning bug uh or firefly so um but ian you had started to say in england it's all firefly is that correct
1: well we don't really have them over here oh, like, okay. they're okay. not a common occurrence at all so um but the only thing i've ever called them is fireflies and i've just the the when i hear lightning bug it's like oh that's the american way of saying it because it's it's like sidewalk it's the bit on the side that we walk on lightning bug it's uh-huh. a bug
2: that has lightning in it it's very literal <laughs> uh-huh. yeah yeah well I, like I mean it's, it's it's flying fire the other way they're both very literal yeah but here's the, the the research that I found really interesting that I wanted to pass along geographically when you think about it it is related to weather in the Midwest you're much more likely to see lightning in the sky than fire. And as you get to the the West Coast, you're much more likely to deal oh, that's with point. fires in the forest, yeah. that kind of thing. So, you know, there there is a weather-related reason when somebody who looked at a bug that was flashing lights in the sky in the mm-hmm. Midwest would go, oh, that's like lightning. Let's call that a lightning bug. And somebody in the West might go, oh, that's like fire in the forest. That's like fire in the trees. Let's call that a firefly. Or, you know, there's an actual geographically weather-based reason this might happen. Um, that is that is a an assumption that has been made by many people that I don't think there's ever been like a true you can't go back to the first person and be like hmm what were you thinking when you called this a lightning bug Like, you, that you is know, a like, wild misuse of time travel
1: if we ever, <laughs> ever have it the first stop dinosaurs no Yo, lightning bugs lightning bugs <laughs> uh, I but, mean if you ever want to like suck the passion out of an argument and make people not care about it just bring facts to the table because I lost interest in the lightning bug firefly to bite soon as you put something that was factual into it (laughs) (laughs) everyone just switched off so you know what it doesn't matter yeah yeah i did want to mention before we leave this
0: is a good uh our uh you guys on instagram this week where we did the the black widow uh the outtake outtake. Mm -hmm. which that really good outtake. so that might be something we do more often so check out our instagram account Uh, check it out it's
1: just cinema sends right um, yeah, it's just CinemaSins on the Instagram. If you search for CinemaSins on Instagram, you'll find yeah. somebody playing with the account.
2: I just, I had to with the way they played up that reveal with all the buttons that sh- she was pushing to reveal. Oh, so funny. It, like, it had to be. Perfect. Because the thing about that show, uh, The Masked Singer is that take it off goes on for so long and you know it's all manufactured you know they could do that in two seconds they pretend like these costumes are so complex that they can't but they're just (laughs) cutting back and forth to all these different they are cutting together 30 seconds from what took five seconds like it's it's so clear and obvious uh as if they're
1: going to refuse to take the mask off
2: it's like no i'm not going to (laughs) we don't have a show so uh, one time it was somebody was was
0: refusing to keep the mask on and when they <laughs> hadn't even right. been voted that's off right. yet. That's good, right. good old, good old Mickey Rourke. Yep, Mickey Rourke. He was like, "No, nah, I'm <laughs> done. I'm <laughs> out." Causing problems.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, I think that's all we got for keeping tabs. So let's move into the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. All right, we're going to take a look at some of the feedback, whether it be comments from the videos or online somewhere, maybe Discord, whatever, Um, anywhere you can leave us a comment. Uh, Do we want to start with nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers, or do we want to just uh, go into your comments? Um, Let's start with nitpicking the (laughs) nitpickers of the nitpickers, shall we? (laughs) I don't know what you guys are talking about. Aaron, let's start with nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. This is we the new segment. This is the new comment section segment where we take a look at your nitpicking of our nitpicking and nitpick you as to whether or not yeah, you're correct or not. We haven't we haven't gotten to season six or seven yet, so we don't have to do ball We don't seven. need any ball picking. So let's start here. Here is the comment, and Ian, this may have been the one you picked out, but uh, this person says, since Battlefield has 11 yes. letters... And an A in it, In the word in the Hangman game only has nine letters, and neither contains V, N, A, K, question mark, O, M, or I. The word is probably butterfly, which is actually not a bad word to choose in this game. The fact that guessing B, T, and F before E and U is still absolutely unrealistic to me, as well as having V as one of your first guesses. Um, loved this comment. Uh, is this person correct? Yes, hundred um, percent. Yeah, <clears throat> I uh, I did not know that was an A uh, when I was reviewing this. I zoomed in as much as I could on my screen, and I could not tell that was an A in the video. It does look like somebody guessed an A. Like it looks clearer that there is an A down below. That is the reason um, that I just stuck with the battle stuff. Otherwise, I probably would have changed it or found butterfly or whatever but um Mm -hmm. on, on my copy i couldn't tell that they had already guessed a in fact i could only read the v and the n uh on my copy so um so yeah i think they are absolutely correct on that and butterfly is probably the answer the other possible answer um could have been bottle fed um which uh which danae and i actually talked about in the the Process, she was like, I thought it was bottle fed, and I was like, Well, yeah,
1: <laughs> that makes sense. That's, that's why it thought- could have been Bittleford or um, a bottle front or <laughs> <laughs> just any other amount that of consonant or, you want to stick in there. I,
2: oh, no, I also don't know that it's clear that it only has nine letters, I think the letters could go on beyond what we see, uh Possibly. on the screen, yeah. so um. But, uh, but yes, overall, I think that nitpicker was correct to nitpick us. Yeah, on and that, that
1: came from Janik Weil or Yannick Weil. Nicely done. But yeah, Nicely that's, done. that's what I had. It was um, really good. I uh, had to pause there for a long time to do the math on that. <laughs> I love it. Uh,
2: okay, next nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. Uh, this came up quite a bit. Tony Stark is wearing a suit that can fly. And is a tank. He could have flown away from the zombies. How is Tony Stark a zombie? What do we think? Agree or disagree with this nitpicker? Um, is there a way? I
0: mean, if he, you know, if I mean, if he used it in company with his with his buddies or something, he could have had his helmet off or down. That's I what mean. I was gonna
2: say. Yeah, I like the idea that Iron Man is always in an Iron Man suit is yeah. kind of I think the faulty uh premise here um but i hmm. I, if the show had had a little more time maybe it does show us more how
0: because we just see captain america well we see i guess we see ant-man and then we see captain america and then and then now everybody you know a lot of people are yeah except for like happy and spider-man and whatnot
1: there's a really famous adventure in the comics where tony gets stuck inside the suit um for an extended period of time, and Ant-Man has to fly into it through the circuitry to get mm-hmm. inside and kind of microscopically fix the suit and to free him, mm-hmm. so he can get in there. It doesn't matter whether it's open, closed, or whatever. Ant-Man can still penetrate the suit.
2: Yeah, I, and I think we do a good job in the video of saying we do have sins about how are superheroes, be, you know, getting you know bit by zombies. Like we do kind yeah. of generally address it even if we don't specifically go with the Iron Man route. But there were a lot of people in the comments who were like, Iron Man shouldn't be a zombie. Iron Man shouldn't be a zombie. Iron Man. And it was like, well, I mean, you know, as much yeah. as any of them, I guess. So Yeah, that'd yeah. be like what, what Thor. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know.
1: Of all the people to pick on, as I, he's a billionaire playboy philanthropist. That's all he has. Thor is an alien. <laughs> Why did it work?
2: Uh, and finally, another one that popped up quite a bit Spider Man's traction in his adult footy pajama costume. Uh, a lot of people being like, well, Spider Man has traction uh, no matter what he's wearing. And I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a comic book guy. Is the, the traction that Spider Man has, isn't it based in his actual skin or the suit that he's made? So wouldn't the suit matter?
1: Yeah, it depends. So sometimes all of his web powers are purely mechanical. um, And then sometimes it's the spider bite or a variation of
2: the
0: both. But I think he's always been able to... The web thing, yeah. But I think he's always been able to stick to like surfaces and stuff. I don't don't think that's ever changed. I think that's always been a thing. I
1: kind of agree with the comments. Why wouldn't he make super adhesive shoes on his... If he does a lot of climbing and web slinging and whatnot, why isn't... That probably would be a standard.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna, go we gonna go with we're gonna go with uh, green on this one. Well, and he could and he Trying could still to? step on a nail or well, something. We can go It'll with be, green on God. this one. Yeah, I think I think we can go with green on this one. The the traction probably wouldn't be a problem for Spider Man. All um,
1: right, let's republish the video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Two greens and a red. Uh, <laughs> did you guys have any uh, any comments you wanted to mention? Did you Ian? Did you uh, have anything beyond the the uh, butterfly?
1: My last one was uh, from da, 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 uh, Blanco eight by eight. Timone from The Lion King says Fireflies. Mater from Cars says Lightning Bugs. With no further clarification, <laughs> as if that is the final that say is, in the argument. That is canon I like, right there. That's that the is final canon. Say. I, don't, I don't know which side you fall down on based on that, but agreed. <laughs> I can't disagree with you. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, what about you?
0: Uh, on Space Jam, my friend uh, Meme Lord, or as I call them, Mimi Lord, uh-huh. uh, you know, showed back up, and uh, they said, This movie doesn't make me feel like a kid again. It just reminds me that Bambi's mom never made it. Aww.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just, I thought that was that great. Is great. That is absolutely great. All right, let's move into Beyond the Sins. To infinity
3: and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wildest history.
2: To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're each going to chat about something else from the pop culture world that we have seen recently. Um, I'll kick us off. I saw uh, The Harder They Fall. On Netflix. Wanted to talk about that one a little bit. Um, this is a western with a uh fully black cast, right? I mean at least the main cast.
0: Yeah. Um
2: yeah, really other than like maybe the
0: like the army they come up against. Right. Uh, there's right. some white people there. That that might be it.
2: Um yeah, it's it's obviously and also, you know, uh culturally it feels very much like there's a lot of stuff, you know, from black culture here. Like this is this is really interesting to me. It's obviously very purposeful and I, I I really liked it. Um I think it does get a little bit ponderous in the middle. There's there's some slowdowns uh that, that bring it down and I think it um it could have been shorter. I think they could have tightened it up quite a bit. But I thought when this movie was humming, it was humming, man. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of fun. The the opening and the close are just absolutely just compelling it's just compelling watch and you may find some of the the like music choices and those kind of things anachronistic but they're not actually in the world so like it didn't it didn't really it's not like you know uh, knight's tale or whatever like it, it didn't bother me um that much um some of the things they say probably are anachronistic you know some of the phrases they use those kind of things but I, it worked for me it all just worked for me i was just like yeah this is exactly like it's almost this th- almost like a a separate western universe in in some kind of uh way but I, I i really liked it um jonathan you've seen it as well um what did you think i did
0: i i i liked it a lot um i actually had it down but i had a feeling you were going to talk about it so oh. i had my backup nice <laughs> so we're good no i have a backup too but uh no i liked it uh i i definitely thought it was too long i like i think i said that when i was talking to you i thought there was like a perfect like 82 85 minute movie in here yeah Uh, But it's still when it's good, it's it's really good. So I mean, I I highly I still recommend it. Uh, Jonathan Majors is I mean, the cast is amazing. Jonathan Majors has like one of my maybe all time favorite movie entrances. Uh, in this movie, like his, the way his character is introduced is just, cl- is classic. Regina King is also just really good in this for the simple fact that she's like fucking scary as hell. Like yeah, I've never great. seen Regina King, like scary. There's that part. I can't remember who it is. Maybe it's Zazie Beats or I don't remember who it is that asked her, but somebody says they need to talk to her boss and she just goes, my boss. <laughs> like It's just like the way <laughs> she delivers
2: that line of just like, oh, I'm terrified of her. Uh,
0: but no it's a lot it's a lot of fun it's uh it's it's definitely worth the watch i think
2: think it's worth mentioning i I say like an alternate universe in in that also comes from a place of these characters are actually real life people the the story uh is completely fictionalized made up like many of these people didn't even exist in the same years you know what i mean but they're oh i didn't i didn't even realize that these were real people. I didn't know that. Yeah, like uh, uh Rufus Buck, Nat Love, like okay, those are actual cool. western, you know, characters. Um but they were just never in the, you know, same place at the same time probably. But um but yeah, the cast is absolutely astonishing. Uh did you mention LaKeith Stanfield? No, uh, no, he's great too. So yeah. Good in it? Um I don't know that I've seen I probably have, but I'm trying to place where I've seen uh RJ uh Kyler before. Um, he was the quick draw. I I loved him in this. I thought he was mm-hmm. so much fun, and he was kind of a needed lightness. He gave a needed lightness to the movie that I thought was really really good. Yeah, um, this one's growing on me. Yeah, I liked it when I'm done watching it, but the more I think about it, I'm like, I want to watch it again. This it's, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, no, stuff I in would there. definitely watch it again. Yeah.
0: Like I, I think there's I think there's like a 45 minute to an hour like middle section that it still has moments, mm-hmm. but definitely is not as engaging right from, as the beginning and end yeah i
2: guess totally. jonathan why don't you go next
0: uh so the other i guess kind of big netflix movie that came out last week was army of thieves which mm-hmm. is uh an offshoot of army of the zach snyder's army of the dead which came out earlier this year which i was not a huge fan of it definitely had some moments in it one of the characters that definitely stood out in that was the one that was played by uh, Matthias I'm going to screw this name up Matthias uh Schweighofer, let's go with Let's go with it. Uh uh I can't even, I didn't write the character's name down but anyways but he plays like the the safe guy. Yeah, he the plays the guy cracker, that's right? going to break yeah. into the vault. He's it's Safe cracker. and he's like got a pretty minor role in Army of the Dead and he's funny and you know he's he's kind of he's kind of quirky, he's like a little quirky like German guy mm-hmm. or whatever and a European guy And um, so he actually uh, made this movie himself. He directed Army of Thieves, and he is the main character. And I guess he's a more well-known actor in Europe as opposed to America. That's kind of my understanding. Uh, He actually is a a director there and all that kind of stuff. So he directed this movie um, where basically this is taking place, I guess, like right around when the stuff in Vegas begins to happen. Because they're talking about, you know, in the States, there's zombies. And, you know, they're kind of, everyone's kind of on, like in Europe, they're kind of on their pins and needles. Like, when are they going to get over here? Are they going to come over here? So essentially, like, the, the, the idea is that police and government and stuff are more focused on that than anything else. So this team of, of robbers, uh, led by uh, Natalie uh, Nat- Emanuel from uh, Game of Thrones and uh, Fast and Furious movies, who I love. Uh, she's kind of leading this team, and they find uh, Matthias's character in a really weird way. Did you see this, Aaron? No,
2: not the. Okay. No, I saw Army of uh, Army of the, the Dead, Dead, but yeah. I didn't see Army of Thieves. But they find they find Matthias's character
0: in this really weird contrived way, where he's got like this YouTube channel that nobody watches, where he talks about his obsession with safes. Like he's not a criminal. He's like works at a bank, hmm. but he's like obsessed with these safes. And there's basically like this like this kind of like mythic quest for safe crackers. It's like this guy that's been dead forever created like these four safes. And they're supposed to be like the four, the most impossible safes to break into. And Emmanuel, their team, they find where three of them are. And so they have this idea with nobody paying attention, they're going to go rob these. And, uh, you know, they'll have like their millions and they can go off into the sunset and, you know, get away from the zombies or whatever. And so they bring him in. Um, this is interesting. It, it, it it's definitely kind of got like that European crime caper feel to it, which I am actually a fan of, mm-hmm. like if especially like in the sixties, that was a big thing with movies like Gambit and the Italian job. And I do like that, but like, I did find Matthias is much more, I think he's better in small doses with that character. At least when that character is made the focus of the entire movie, uh,
2: he gets annoying mm. kind of. Is it like and a uh, Penguins of Madagascar situation? Kind of. <laughs> although I kind of like that movie.
0: <laughs> I think I liked that better. I just didn't really like this. I don't know. It. You know, I, he's not a bad director. He. Uh, I don't know that he's any better or worse than Snyder, but I like a heist movie. Like, I like a good heist movie. Mm-hmm. But also, like, safe cracking in general is not that interesting in a film because it's a really hard thing to show. Like, yeah. And this doesn't even really try to get into like, it doesn't build up suspense and stuff like a lot of other movies do, where you've got like, maybe the police are almost there, and they've only got so much time, and some somebody's gonna die, that kind of thing. Like, they don't have any of that. It's just him, like, putting his ear up there, playing really goofy music, and like spinning a dial, and then he mm-hmm. opens the safe. There's no, there's just no suspense or tension. There's no excitement. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It just kind of falls flat. I don't, I don't really get why it was made. I don't really get why this was a story that they felt like should be told in this universe, uh, if that's what this is going to be. And it did really well, I guess. So I guess they are going to keep making these side movies yeah. of this. I have no idea. But uh, I love Natalie Emanuel. And I love uh, Rubio Fee is in this. She was in Polar with uh, Mads Milkeson. She played uh, Cindy, spelled S-I-N-D-Y, if you remember that movie. Uh, there's some really fun actors in here, but it's just, I don't know. It just kind of falls flat. So it's definitely not a recommend for me uh oh it's also too long it's over two hours also and it really doesn't need to be that long
2: yeah it's always good if you're going to see a movie you don't enjoy that it lasts more than two hours that's always a yeah yeah it's great it's great (laughs) if you are if you are interested in a safe cracking story that i found fascinating uh i would highly recommend an episode of this american life that tells the story about prince's vault uh the artist prince famously had a vault where he custom uh, had custom built and ordered from like the best safe company Mm -hmm. ever, this safe that nobody could crack into. And it's the story of the one person who had studied safes, studied these safes his, his entire life and uh, in his attempt uh, to get into Prince's uh, vault after Prince died. Wow. And uh, Edie's, it is an absolutely incredible story uh, with twists and turns. And uh, I found it... When you said, you know, you didn't find safe cracking interesting, I totally get that. But there are some stories where it's just like, and this is a real story too. So, uh, you know. Yeah, no,
0: actual, like people being able to do that is fascinating. I'm saying that is a hard thing to show in a movie. Right, right. You kind of have to build around the scene with other stuff going on because us, we don't know how... It's just, I don't know. And maybe it's just this movie in particular, but it's like... If we don't know how he's getting in, then it's just kind of like it's magic and you yeah. know
2: you just you just don't care. so I can't remember I, I just did a quick Google search. I think it is episode 750 called The Fairy wow. Man, uh, of this American Life. It's a recent episode um, and if you know anything about this American life, there's usually like three different stories. so it's one mm-hmm. of those stories so you may have to listen to some other stuff. Um, before you get there, or fast forward or whatever, or listen to the whole episode—totally up to you. But, anyways, there's a great episode of This American Life that uh, that covers that story. Uh, Ian, what what uh, what did you got? What do you what did you watch? What did you do? Well, take a drink, everyone, because
1: I'm going <laughs> to recommend something. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> However, this time I read something, and by reading I mean I listened because I listened to the audiobook of um, the autobiography of Catherine Janeway who is the, uh, the captain of Voyager. And, is that what it's uh, called, just by... the
2: autobi- autobiography of Captain Janeway?
1: Yeah, so it's literally called The Autobiography of Captain Janeway. And in the foreword of the book, it says, written by Catherine Janeway, who is the fictional character, but edited mm-hmm. by Una McCormack, who is the actual writer of the entire book. Um, the reason I specifically recommend the audiobook is that Kate Mulgrew, who plays Catherine Janeway, Very actually cool. reads the autobiography. So hearing it from her voice inhabiting the character and going through all of this was A, a massive hit of nostalgia for Voyager, and B, gives you so, so much context that a captain's log just can't give you during the series. Mm-hmm. So that the captain's log is basically to- a bit of exposition about how the captain yeah. might be feeling at the time but you get this, to
0: listen to that smoky voice of you uh, Kate she has too.
1: incredible voice um <laughs> so you get to know about um her life growing up um the the stuff you wouldn't have known about in voyager um and then kind of a bit of what happens in the decades after they they spoiler all get home um, for anyone that hasn't finished watching Voyager from fifteen years ago, um, but yeah, if you if you like Star Trek and you like, and you like Voyager in particular, this is a hard, hard, hard recommend. So 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 good. Really well read, um, and just loads and loads of nerdy context. Lots of fun. Cool.
2: Very nice. That uh- sounds fun. That is the autobiography of Captain Janeway. It is an audiobook. Uh, Army of Thieves is on Netflix, and The Harder They Fall is also on Netflix. Well, that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Scenes this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed, and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, mail it to P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. You can hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. He is at Witsend. At uh, W-H-I-T-T-S-I-N-N-E-D. And he is at (laughs) Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Ian Whittington, an aroused sentient earbud, and myself, (laughs) we will see you next week. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to
1: BTS at CinemaSins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find
0: more ways to connect by visiting CinemaSins.com slash BTS. I went all film noir with my name this week because it's noir vember. It so. is noir vember.
1: I thought you were just early. No, nope. to the stream.
0: No, I was either. It's either Johnny Eager. I could also have gone Johnny Guitar, but I went Johnny Eager. I think there's another one too. There's like a Johnny Reno or something. There's a lot of Johnny titles with film noir for some reason.
2: Yep, every uh, every character that uh, Keanu Reeves has played is named John. So <laughs> yeah, all of them without exception. Without exception. John Neo. Yeah. Neo's just the Matrix
1: version of John, commonly known. Mm-hmm. It's true. I have to give all my money to Richard Branson if I want anything like decent internet speed. Oh, he, he does everything there? Everything. So Virgin Media are the biggest company. Um, and if you want anything that's over, like, 5 meg, it's basically them. And, and that's it. these no I don't, choice. Think, I, don't wow.
0: I mean, Virgin... I, Virgin used to have like stores here and stuff Like record stores Of course yeah, those yeah, are kind of gone thing. But yeah. like yeah, other than that I guess Virgin Airlines But other than that I don't We don't have a lot of Virgin I mean I'm sure there is stuff I'm not aware yeah, of Yeah not but. a lot
2: of Virgins in the US That's, uh, Well that too Yep uh, not a yeah. lot. Wait what are we talking about? Especially in Nashville Why what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a very like dense Kind of pocket in Republic, Missouri I've had but...
0: <laughs> Yeah Well I mean Aaron's had sex four times
1: At least Yeah at least. On record, mm-hmm. yeah, there is evidence.
0: I yeah, I don't really look like my parents. So my, my my wife used to joke with my mom that they picked me up on the side of the road. But then when we had my daughter, and she has my mother's eyes and facial expressions and stuff, so she's like, well, I guess you really are their child.
1: So. <laughs> we need a new story. This one isn't working out anymore.
0: No, it's also really weird having your daughter look at you and you think you're in trouble because it looks just like your mother <laughs> looking at you
2: my parents uh, have joked that there is no real, uh, I'm very tall and there's no real height in our family history, but that their fertility specialist was very tall. Um, so
0: (laughs) (laughs) the mailman was seven feet. Yeah. Yeah. My mom and my grandmother. And I think one of my aunts is like five feet. And then the other aunt's like five, two, you know, it's just, it's a bunch of short
1: people.
2: So yeah, but we're fine.
1: We're, we're good with it. Yep. (laughs) You've come to terms with, the inches. i just don't care yeah
2: no yeah, you know I, height i mean you know body shape height whatever all that stuff is just it's you get what you get right like i mean you take i of the good, course you take the bad
0: to make life difficult on me though i i developed i'm more attracted to taller women and a lot of taller women don't like to date shorter men so mm. that, you know
2: that's unfortunate that's my own... wife is a little taller than me though so i i i won out in the end good job but... good job yeah that's some weird i don't know that we needed to know that you won out in the end but that's that's <laughs> that's okay I don't know what that means. I don't but okay. either, but it sounded funny.
0: <laughs> no, I've had I've had women tell me like I you're you're great, but you're just I can't date a short person. I've actually had that said oh. to me. Oh, yeah, That's a weird Wrong. double standard. Just, I've seen dumb. the same thing, and I think yeah. some people made the excuse. I I don't think it was true. They probably just didn't care <laughs> for me,
1: but you defended them in some horrible way but it was much easier to offend you yeah. to to get rid of you much easier but it's to... was just you
0: know i don't think it's as big of a deal now probably but like in the 90s maybe it was just uh, oh no it was, it's
1: still a huge deal now there was a, a period of time few 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 years back where i was on one of the dating apps that are out there and the amount of hey don't message me if you're over si- if you're under 6 foot. Mm-hmm. that's an odd an odd prescriptor.
0: Have. Aaron had no idea how lucky he was, but then yeah. he
2: snatched up the first woman he dated. So it's true, she was not the first woman I dated. Oh, uh, I know, I but, know. Uh, but... She was my high school sweetheart.
0: Yes, yeah, so if you didn't know, Aaron was a Lothario, Romeo, whatever. <laughs> for five years of his life.
2: I was, I was, yeah, I was the a, kissing bandit. I was a kissing bandit. Yeah, I kissed a lot of girls. Um,
0: but yeah, I, hopefully I... they all wanted the kiss. Uh, we don't. I some hope of them so. It sure <laughs> seemed they
2: sure seemed into it. I, I really hope so. Like, no, generally, I ask myself those questions these, these days. Like, I just like, if I could go back with my understanding and my now, how would I oh, treat yeah. women differently in high school? Um, and I, I thought I was a gentleman. I still think I probably comparatively was to I, my generation. I, I'm
0: going but... to go out on a long limb and say you were. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had one girlfriend uh, that I felt up. Uh, in high school, that I went back uh, in a
0: it sounded so weird. I know. At 45, yeah, that mean, just when sounded it's, so it's weird, not it's like when it's over consensual. the shirt or under the shirt, over,
2: Aaron. <laughs> over the shirt, but listen, guys, you don't understand. I was the first time I ever had sex was my wedding night. It's my wife is my only sexual partner. Like this is a, like I have an unusual story, right? Like for for these uh these modern times. So for me it was one of those things I went back to this uh woman now like 10 years later and I apologized to her uh because I you know because I I don't remember if there was consent or whatever, you know, and she looked that is at the sweetest She thing. looked at me like I had lost my mind. Like yes, she quite right. I quite rightly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she looked at me like are you being serious right now? Like, because you grabbed my boob when we were making out and you're like, a and I, I felt so small and I was just like, I guess I'll just live my life now. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> it was such a weird experience. Opposite story.
1: Exactly opposite. Not that I was, not that my boobs have felt up. Oh, okay. Okay. They That's came what I was thinking first. me. first. Yeah. My, my first ever, ever girlfriend had to um, text me and say, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, of course it is. I was like, well, it's been like a month or two now, and we've kissed, but you haven't touched my boobs. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, because girls don't like that. So this was me, like a 15, 16, no, I'm not going to lie, 16, 17, that was just like assumed women hated that. It's like, don't touch me. Women are here to tolerate men, not the other way around. Because that's what you kind of see in... Friends and on TV and everything at that age. Um, And she was just like, Will you just hurry up and touch my boobs, please? (laughs) I was like, I'm being a gentleman. Fuck being a gentleman. Get on the boobs.
0: Like people that were like 15 and
1: 16 in the early 80s
0: probably thought it was okay to put a camera in a girl's locker room because that's what was going on. Yeah, that's what's on TV. the Nerds and stuff where they were like committing sex crimes. I was so
2: naive. I never saw any of that stuff. But, um, well, no, I'm color me shocked. Um,
0: You didn't go to a theater until '96, so it's true, man. It's true. You watched a lot of movies. You just watched a lot of older yeah, stuff, which yeah. is which is good. Just you know, the
1: I, sound turned all the way down.
2: Yeah, and I had like you know I I still had like the friend who introduced me to porn. You know had a, like his brother had a porn of magazine course. or whatever, and I had the friend who had you know whatever hot tub ski school uh, on VHS or whatever, and was like watch this. There's nice. naked that, people. That probably in it. is a title actually. <laughs> No, I know exactly what it was. I just it's it's slipping my mind. But it was it was definitely a, a... no. There's there's Hot Dog the movie. Hot Dog. Ski... That's what it was. It was Hot yeah, Dog. Yeah,
0: and then there's also Ski School. Yeah, I
2: think Hot Dog the movie, if
0: I remember correctly, is Shannon Tweed, uh, the woman who eventually I think she's with Gene Simmons now. That seems but, right. Uh, but she was on a lot of like in the '90s, a lot of like late night like Cinemax like softcore movies. Like she was kind of the softcore
2: queen there for a minute there's a scene at the beginning of the beginning of hot dog uh where they come they check into the ski resort or whatever and they're ringing the doorbell but the the woman who's supposed to be like uh you know manning the check-in is in a hot tub and so Mm -hmm. she's and i i vividly remember this from whatever eight nine years old you know i was when i saw this so she's naked in this hot tub. She stands up and completely nude, you know, goes and checks them in nude. And that's the joke, right? The fun at Lake there. Oh, this is the kind of place we're checking into, whatever. But as she gets out of the hot tub, a guy in a snorkel mask pops up out of the hot tub water. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, yeah. I just remember as like a whatever, eight, nine year old going like, What's he doing under there? Like why is <laughs> What's he doing in there? Why is he snorkeling in this hot tub? And in my mm-hmm. mind, I think I put together like he's doing something to her probably in her special area, but like I didn't know like anything. Like I was just like, what is this? Uh but man, that is just it's crazy how vivid that stuff locks into your brain when you're that young and Ski trying to figure stuff out.
0: Are like a very specific like subgenre. <laughs> I'm going to see Eternals tomorrow with my wife and daughter. And other than I get to go see a movie with them, I just don't care. Like, I'm just so like over it already. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I feel like I've already seen it, even though I, like I said, I haven't been spoiled. I don't think anybody has spoiled anything. I've seen previews, but that's it. You know, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. But it's something about just everybody being so negative or even so positive. Sometimes is a problem. I can't explain it. No one's doing anything wrong. Um, I, I don't know people I follow that just give full-on spoilers, but it's just something about the getting like that kind of... But doesn't it come... Even though that's probably like 100 people, like in the grand scheme of things, that are saying stuff that I'm seeing, you know? Or even if it's a 1,000 people, that's still not very
2: many. But it paints a picture, doesn't but it? But it feels like it is, right? Is it probably similar to many of the problems that come from social media that just result from mm. two much input right like we are hearing too many voices on everything and the voices we hear are often the strongest voices because the algorithm you know throws exactly. those uh you know those voices to the top um and so it, it, whether it be politics or uh, you know uh, youtube channels satirical movie youtube channels <laughs> or uh, or whether it be the eternals we feel like because we're in social media, uh, specifically Twitter, that's really the only social media that I'm inside of, that there are all these voices that have something to say and they always say it very loudly and powerfully and, and it's like... This I is just, correct. Yeah, this and is I the just, only I just think I think that is the, the issue is Maybe, you, yeah. you either have to create a huge armor for that kind of stuff where it's just like these voices are saying what they believe, but it doesn't... You know, I'm not, you know, letting it impact me or you get off, you get off social media. Right. Like, I think there are people literally who don't engage in that world that live oh, yeah. an entirely different life than we do. Right. <laughs> it must be nice. I mean, we have that option. <laughs> right. Don't we have yeah, that option? True. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've considered I've considered getting off Twitter more. Uh, recently than I have before and it's not a mental health thing for me like I'm not I don't feel like I'm I'm suffering for being there but I keep asking myself like what what is the benefit for me and what is the benefit for others who interact with me being there and Mm -hmm. am I am am I pouring positivity to anyone's life there it you know is that even a place where pouring positivity can have an impact like Um, is, is are when reasonable people escape unreasonable places, it just makes those places more unreasonable. Right. So there's part of me that's like, because I have, because I'm not dealing with mental health stuff, because I can, you know, I think process that stuff pretty well, it's a net positive for me to be there. But I, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. I've just been, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Like, is like, what are you really going to miss? For mm. me, the the health part, it's not a mental health thing, but it is an addiction thing, right? Like, for me, being off Twitter would mean I'm doing much less of this, you know? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm much less engaged. Like, I don't get Twitter notifications. I've turned all my notifications no, off. Either. But I still, you know, when I engage there, want to see my engagement. I want to see, did people like it? Are people commenting on it? Do I have, you know, people to respond to? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just – I don't know – I think for now, my answer is, yeah, I'll stay on there and, and kind of keep doing what I'm doing um, because I do want to try to be a positive, neutral voice. But positive, neutral voices don't, you know, this, <laughs> it's the opposite of that on Twitter. You know, the, the yeah. Twitter is polarization, I should say, is the key to social media. And polarization hates middle ground, hates middle ground. Like anybody yeah. who steps up to say, well, what if there are – you know, positive things and negative things to say about both of your opinions goes, oh, you're both sides in it, huh? You're a both sides Pick a team there, buddy. You're either with us get or against us. Get before yeah. you get a
1: splinter. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And also, in order to be heard, you can't just say, oh, I kind of agree with you, but with this slightly nuanced point. It mm-hmm. has to be, no, The Last Jedi is the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened.
2: So, yeah, I think I'll stick around on Twitter for a little bit, but... Um, I, it's social media is going to be interesting to see how we're just not built, and maybe we evolve this, maybe we evolve to better handle it. But currently, we are not built to handle that much input on that many things. No. It's, it's, the, no, same, no, no, it's no. the same thing with like, we're not built to have a hundred friends, we're just not, let alone a thousand or ten thousand friends. Like, that's just not yeah. how we're able to have relationship. We can have relationship with a dozen people, and that's you know, like as far as like real, genuine, deep relationships. Oh, that's that feels about, a bit much. It, <laughs> no, it does. It really does. But yeah. that's like that's where you start to max out it when you start getting you yeah. know double digits of like real deep personal relationship friends that you can trust and talk to. And we're just, and that's you know, it's just that's just healthier and better for us right now. But maybe maybe we'll change. Maybe. Technology changes us, right? It's happened before, it'll happen again, and and maybe the next generation will be much more uh, able to build hundreds of more shallow relationships. I don't know.
0: Speaking of Twitter, although I do follow Aaron on Letterboxd, but I wouldn't have seen this if he hadn't tweeted it out. Your your title of your review for Lamb uh was just you was hilarious. <laughs> Thanks. That had me cracking up. I have not seen Lamb. Don't know anything, you know, don't know my I don't have a opinion on it, but I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah.
2: You should see Lamb. <clears> no, a, I'm going to. That That's definitely
0: something movie, I'm gonna man. see. It was at Belcourt. I think it's already gone, so I missed it there. But um That's one of available. those
2: like uh, what what were what were you smoking movies, man? Like that no, is No, when I saw the trailer. <laughs>
0: When I saw the trailer, I was like, I, See, I, I don't have know what's have this. in the trailer. And yeah. I didn't know what I was getting oh, into. Man.
2: And you should go. You should go
0: watch the trailer. That's one. You should go watch the trailer now that you've seen it, because it's just Whew. it's lamb. It's
2: like you're just like, so yeah. it just you...
0: looks like it looks like a 24. I mean, like the way they all their trailers are kind of similar,
2: like since the witch. So I want to so know like... that. Well, first of all, Ian, will you be upset if Jonathan spoils the trailer for the movie lamb?
1: No, I will not. But thank you for asking. OK, uh, I, wanna... I don't even think that's showing over here. <laughs>
2: What is? It's barely showing here. It's you know, it's a twenty four. It kind of pops up in Mm. you know certain theaters. But um, I want to know, Jonathan, uh, what you what you think happens in Lamb based on the trailer? Like, what what does the trailer tell you? I I don't
0: know. I know these people have a lamb that they become very close to and start treating it like it's their kid. And like, they're actually telling people it's their kid. Like very, I don't know. I'm assuming something has happened to them. They've lost a kid. I'm assuming something has happened to them. Some kind of tragedy for this to happen, or it could be some weird supernatural thing. So I don't really know, but it does give enough to tell you that, you know, they're, they're treating this lamb. Like it's their baby. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what the and it's got, you know, I don't know, it's just a really well put together trailer. Is that not even
2: close to what it's about? It's it's in the right direction. Yeah. 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 Um I was like, yeah, hey, I'm going to check this I think based out. on your response, I think the trailer does a pretty good job of uh, Maintaining the movie's uh, yeah. story points um, for your experience. So yeah, I could I,
0: totally, I could totally see in it just not working at all. But it's just it's interesting enough to where I'm like, I got to check that. Plus, 24 I'll typically, it's pretty rare I won't at least watch one of their movies just because I don't love them all or like them all. But mm-hmm. you know they they interest me enough they they're doing different things but they i feel like now they
2: kind of almost have their own genre it is it is the strangest movie i've ever seen that also includes 25 minute stretch of dialogue list farming uh that's uh you are not. <laughs> oh, wow. it, it
1: does not do that oh yeah yeah so it's there's like 20 it's like to 25
2: minutes of just straight farming with no words said um so that's relevant To the story? Sure, I guess, you know, it's character work, right? Like, you can, you know, you can do, uh, you can... Character
1: work that couldn't be done by saying, I am a farmer? (laughs)